I don't see anybody. Well, I, I didn't get many visitors before. I have felt a bit different, like um, a bit lonely, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but I, I had the same life before. Hello and welcome to Everything is Hunky Dory. This is a uh, bit of a special one for this week. As you may know, it is Loneliness Awareness Week. We've all been struggling, staying at home. The lockdown is starting to come to an end and we're all starting to get out a bit more. But um, it's been a difficult one for everyone. And I think highlighting the, the, the struggle that some people have with loneliness and how difficult it can be uh, is a really big part of today's society. So um, to give you a bit of background about loneliness in the UK right now, a few facts for you. Over 9 million people in the UK, almost a fifth of the population, say they are always or often lonely which which is crazy and uh, it's a common misconception that loneliness is limited to older people in fact it's now 16 to 24 year olds who are the loneliest age in the UK which again you know it's crazy for a society so connected to feel so lonely and then also there's a, a huge amount of research that's been done into how loneliness can affect both our physical and our mental health it's been linked to early death and an increased rate of heart disease stroke depression cognitive decline and poor sleep it's about as harmful as smoking 15 cigarettes a day and it's also been shown that people who feel lonely are more than twice as likely to develop Alzheimer's. All this research I found on uh, the Marmalade Trust website. They've got an amazing guide about loneliness and uh, they've got a charity as well. So, you know, we can start to help and give people chances to feel less lonely. I think in a time where we are so connected, it'd be amazing if we can try and make sure that we reach out to anyone and everyone who we think could be a bit lonely. Obviously, our close friends and family. And so that's why today I'm currently on my way to go and visit my nonna. She's uh, retired and um, she has been on her own for three months now. She's also been sticking to the regulations about staying in and she's not had many visits. We've been around a couple of times to see her, but um, I just wanted to see how she was getting on. So I'm heading over to my nonna's now to have a two meter distant catch up and a cook cup of tea. Honey. Okay, got tea, coffee, tea. tea. Tea, yeah. You have coffee if you want it. Yes, I quite like this coffee. Huh? I might have to drink all your coffee. Huh? <laughs> I've just had another box. Mm. It's hot. Hot. Tea. Mm. Should I take the glasses off? Uh, no, you don't have to read anything. What's up to you? Yeah, So. Nora. Hello, James. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweet. Um, so, we are three months into lockdown. Yes, yeah? that's right. Yes, how have you found it? Oh, boring. Yeah? Boring, and then with this heat, this mild, what's it called now? Humidity. Humidity is driving me up the wall. How has your days changed since before lockdown? Well, I used to be inside even before but at least I'd go out with the car maybe once or twice a week, you mm -hmm. know, which made a break. Did you used to see more people as well? Well, wherever I went, it depends where I was going, you know. So how many people are you now seeing? I don't see anybody. Apart from Unless they come you see, and see me. You see, yeah, the um, carers, yeah. So you've got the carers who come in every day. That's right. And Wills, who takes Bobby for a walk. That's right, yeah, but he's only here for exactly. a minute or two to... He puts his lead on and takes him out. Yeah. And then when he comes back, he takes it off and that's it. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. difficult because obviously me and my dad would normally come here 
every now and again, probably once every two weeks, once every week, yeah. something like that. It's, it is difficult, especially, oh. you know, if you can't come in and Terrible. sit in the garden or anything, you're saying hello to people on the street, but it's a bit difficult. So I don't go out to all the, well, to put the, put the rubbish out, that's all. Yeah. I've got to go out for it, I don't go out for anything else. So you find yourself watching more TV than you normally would yeah. because you're inside a lot more. Yeah, that's right. Well, I still have things to do. Yeah. My washing and everything. But it makes you lazy, you see, because as you're sitting down watching television, you don't get much done like before. But I can't do much anyway, because I tried to open that window, got the stool, got one leg on there, I couldn't get the other one on. How's your arthritis and stuff been since? It's still a bit painful. Is it worse now because you've been inside so much? Like, is it was it better when you could no, go for a walk? No, not worse. But it doesn't go away, the pain, especially in this arm. It's bruising, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because you had, so the listener doesn't know, but you had a pretty bad fall. Oh, I had a bad fall. Well, very bad fall. Out there. How was it? You, you, out it was there. literally you just going I outside. I stepped down, yeah. and I got down all right, but then all of a sudden I went down. Yeah, Don't and then how long, you, how long were you down there for? Uh, who pulled me up? That man across the road. I wasn't down too long. That man across the road saw me, yeah, and he came over to help me. It's lucky that he Get did up. see you because yeah. you could have been there a while otherwise. Well, with this, oh yeah, so we've got I'd your press um... that and I'll be alright. But the only thing is, this couple next door go out a lot. Yeah, Hannah, this side, she's pregnant. She can't come and help me. Yeah, and they go out a lot, and they might not be in when I need them. You know yeah. what I mean? I suppose that's one thing that's been quite nice in a way is if they are here, you've got comfort in knowing that someone's around to help. I know, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I like it if they're in and don't go out too much, cause especially night time. Yeah. Otherwise I start to feel a bit frightened, you know. Yeah. I haven't seen my sister for ages. When was the last time you saw her? Well, before the lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, so three months. Once so we went months. down there. So um, has it been more difficult? Because I suppose in normal times, before she had a stroke, you'd have called her a lot. And spoken oh, to her on the yeah. phone. Oh yeah, we used to call, we used to talk on the phone oh, every every week. Yeah. So have you noticed? Is it is it harder sometimes because you can't? Because I mean, to her? she can't talk, so I can't phone her. She can't talk. She's got one arm paralysed, and she can't walk. That, so this must have been hard for her. Well, I suppose it's bad. <sighs> She's got plenty company, but uh, it can't be much very good for her. So in 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 the last few months, have you felt like a little bit more lonely because you haven't got as many visitors? Yeah, well, I, I didn't get many visitors before, but I don't know. That's true. Life was a bit different. Yeah. I have felt a bit different, like um, a bit lonely, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but I, I had the same life before. But as I said, I used to go out a bit more, and, you know, it was yeah. a bit better, but now... How many years now is it since Nono passed? How is it different to when he used to be here? Because I know you, well, were, you I, used to care for him then. Yeah, I used to look after him. At least I had somebody to talk to, but I wouldn't like that life again because no. it was very hard. Yeah. But um, at least I could talk to him and he could talk to me. But now I haven't got anybody to sort of, you know, but I wouldn't like that life again because taking him out was a hell of a job. Yeah. And then there were so many things, carers and... Oh, but at least you've got Bobby now. I've got Bobby, but the only thing is I talk to Bobby, but you don't answer me. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't answer me. No, he's not bad. Boy, and, you know, and you know the dishes you gave me? Yeah. He will not eat out of them. It's hard work. And he won't drink water out of it. 
apart from um, seeing the people that come in, how many calls do you get? Do you get a lot more calls now? People calling you more because no, not calling less. Nobody's calling me. Really? Yeah. Not even Natalina or something like that. No. Well, Natalina, Anna, which is her daughter, told me I should ring her sometimes. I haven't. I haven't rung her. I suppose sometimes though it's hard because it's when you're locked down and you're tired. And you know, you, like you said, you make you get it makes you lazy. Yeah. You then you, you're then it's harder to actually if you wanted to pick up the call phone. Yeah. It's harder because you're already feeling a bit lazy and you're it. a bit tired. But one of the carers this morning gave me her phone number because she said I could come back in the evening if you can't get upstairs. That's good. But it's nice to have their number. Yeah. Because you never know if you've got to get in touch for some reason. So what do you think? Um, you've been told to stay inside all this time because right. you're elderly. Well, because I've got di- diabetes as well. Yeah. That's what worries me. What do you think about if the government extends it so that you're not allowed to go out for longer because they're worried about you? drive me crazy. Well, you have to put up with it, don't you, James? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Hard staying inside the whole time. You do want to get out a bit and... And I can't. And then what's hard as well, there's lots of jobs that I'd like to do and I can't do them. Like what? Well, wash the floors or something, get the mop. I can't keep going outside there because that step worries me, you know. Yeah. In case I slip, I've got to be very, very careful. I go very slowly. It's the only way. But it's good that we um, we started getting your food deliveries now. Oh, yes. Because otherwise well, it would have been quite difficult. Oh, it would be terrible because then I've got to go out. Yeah. No, the food delivery is a good thing. Because at least if I don't go out, I get, the food's coming here. Do you think you'll keep it that way after? Just getting your food delivered every week rather than yeah, having to go out? why not? Why not? I mean, you've, you've always got the shop down the road or... Yeah. bakery up there just in case you wanted something different but right. it's good to be able to get all of that stuff in yeah one more question because obviously a lot of people who listen to this they go on dates and all that stuff wanted to hear your uh, first date story with Nono because that's no. a great story so, so start from how you first met well I was working for his brother in a cafe in Shoreditch he had yeah and he used to come in and help on a Sunday. And his, his, his brother used to give him a packet of cigarettes and a couple of pounds. I can't remember exactly how much. And I just knew him from there coming in, hello and out. Yeah. Then one day, Mary, who was Frank's wife, Frank owned the snack bar, you know. Yeah. She, she, she come up to me and she said, Pepina's on the phone, because they used to call him Pepina for short. Pepina's on the phone, he wants to talk to you. So I thought, what the bloody hell does he want? <laughs> so I went on the phone, hello, hello, yeah. Uh, would you like to come out with me? And I thought, oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't really, not really interested in him uh-huh. in that way. Anyway, so he said, uh, we can go to the pictures or somewhere. So I thought, well, I'd tell you, I'd try, I'd take a yeah. chance, you know. It's not the end of the world, you know. So I met him, we went out. The only thing I didn't like about him was he used to wear shirts, but with the collars sticking up. Do you know the... the like a cool dude. Yeah, whether he didn't iron his shirts, probably he didn't, because <laughs> he was on his own. And these, these, they were sticking up, and I didn't like that. I don't like that on a shirt, you know. Uh-huh. So anyway, we went to the pictures in in uh, oh, Oxford Street. There's a street 
no, what's it called? I can't remember the name of the street. Anyway, there's there's a cinema there. Yeah. And we went there. We talk about the shop. What year you got the shop? Uh, I don't remember what year. Nineteen sixty-six or yeah. nearly seventy, sixty-eight or something like that. And we were there thirty years. Yeah. But the only thing is, he liked going to the betting shop. <laughs> and one day I went up there, and the shop was shut. So I thought he's gone to the betting shop. <laughs> so I went to the bench shop, and in front of friends and all that, I had a go at him. <laughs> I don't suppose he liked me, but, you know, doing that. <laughs> And then he came back. But what can you do? You like going to the betting shop yeah. to watch the racing on the... I'm sure a lot of, a lot of guys can... Uh, and you used to have a little bet. And I used to say to him, we work all the week and then you go and throw it on the horses. You know, and he, you know, he didn't... Well, he didn't get too angry, but he didn't like it, naturally. Yeah. And that's that. Wait, so, so how long were you dating before you got married? Uh, three months. Three months? That's all. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, what would, what would you say now if I got uh, met a girl and then three months later I told you that I was uh, getting married to her? Well, it depends if you're in love, <laughs> that's it. Have that's you got any I... advice for my generation? For your generation, I don't know much about them. You were married for nearly 50 years. 48 and a half years I was married. Yeah, so how did you do it? What's the advice for us when we're coming up, if we want a nice, long, happy marriage? Well, happy marriage, people say happy marriage, but you do have rows yeah. and you do have times that are not very nice, but otherwise you stick together. you just got to find a girl who you can trust. She trusts you, you trust her, because otherwise she might eat all your money. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of women do that. Yeah. And uh, that she's, well, cooking... They can get used to it, but you do a bit of cooking. I do a bit of cooking. I am a So catch. that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Okay, well, uh, thank you again for being on the podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, you'll be listening out for the, for the episode when it comes out. Okay. All right, say goodbye to all of the listeners. Yeah. Goodbye, <laughs> everybody. Okay, perfect. We are done. Thank you for listening. I hope you really enjoyed it. I've just finished recording with my nonna and I'm just heading out now. Um, it was great to see her. Yeah, I mean, it must be hard for, for people of a certain age. I mean, she doesn't use uh, the phone that much. She doesn't have social media. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed just going over and having a good catch up with her. Um, I hope everyone else enjoyed it. It's probably, you know, just the same as everyone else speaking to their grandparents. This is Loneliness Awareness Week. I hope everyone uh, can maybe do a bit more research into it and uh, just reach out to the people who you think are vulnerable right now. A quick shout out to our collaborators at Hunky Dory. Our amazing theme tune was recorded by Joel Stewart. If you want to give him a uh, follow, he's at joelstewart.music. And our podcast logo was designed by Chloe Allen. If you want to see more of her work, she's at Chloe Allen Art. And as the lockdown comes to a close and we start to get out more, me and the team at Everything is Hunky Dory is going to start working on a few more interviews. So um, looking forward to getting that out. Thank you very much for listening to Everything is Hunky Dory.